It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. It's another NFL in London podcast. Week 11. Week 11, man. man. Week 11. Christmas almost. It's uh, Thanksgiving (laughs) first. Don't forget the Black Friday fights. Not like they're not like they used to be, are they? Though you know, they're Black really not. I think it's because the cell phone culture it's lost a lot of its uh, it's lost a lot of its luster. Where you could just be anonymous throwing punches. Now you could get canceled, right? Go well, to, it's also wrong... like it was independent stores that kind of did it back in the day, you know. And it was like uh, you'd line up for it, people would camp out, and they'd go nuts for it. I remember my brother camping out. You know, you'd get a great deal on TVs, and they were like the big boxy TVs. Now it's all like corporate adopted and commercialized. I'll mi- I miss yeah. the fights, I guess is what I'm saying. I miss, I miss the fights. The, there'll be some. It's actually, I don't know. Yeah. Have you seen the NFL games this year? How oh many my fights God. there have been? Right? Jeez. So if there's fights in every NFL game, imagine what people are going to do when they someone takes their TV. Their More weed, TV. less booze at the games. That's what they should do. Less fights. Yeah, right? Edibles. They're selling yeah, edibles. Just take edibles. Uh, no fighting. Just a winning touchdown happens. It's just like a tumbleweed comes across just the Everyone's field. like, hey, Is just celebrating just happy yeah. all the time just happy just just happy football. you know who's not happy are uh, anyone who lives in ohio i would think mm-hmm. uh, for the this nfl season man that's a lot of money sitting sitting in the hospital um joe burrow uh injured guess he wasn't injured gets injured he's out um yeah. that wasn't um yeah it wasn't it wasn't pretty but uh you know they were leading that point and then baltimore just ran a train on him yeah, once basically I was watching the the recap of the game in the morning, and as soon as Joe Burrow went out, I was like, I went straight to the highlights. I'm like, I'm not watching this anymore. Yeah, this game is over, and it was it was an absolute um, devastating injury. And a man, yeah. especially like this Cincinnati team, which is so close, right? And you know, next year you're probably not going to have T Higgins because he's going to leave. So it was like this was I think they thought this was their year. Like Kansas City's vulnerable. Well, um, and five like the Bills now. Now the Bills are even going to make the playoffs, and now the Bills are looking at this, watching Deshaun Watson go down. Mm-hmm. This uh, go down, you know. Maybe we're going to see the Kenny Pickett, um, Derek Carr Super Bowl that everyone. Oh my wanted. god! <laughs> um, we should look. You know, what? we should look at all the playoff. Team. What is the worst Super Bowl of playoff teams right now? Right now, I'd have to say it's would be Aiden O'Connell, who's I think the Raiders have like the seventh, or Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Have like the seventh versus I don't know who the seventh seed is. In well, series, I mean Minnesota, but... Dobbs. I mean Dobbs yeah, versus... would be funny. But... <laughs> Actually, Dobbs would be fun. Minnesota I... versus Pittsburgh um, would be I For think Pickett probably... versus Baker Super Bowl. Oh, uh, the Bucks. <laughs> Any of those? Oh, I think a lot of people would just be like, "What are we watching? What this is the multiverse? This one? Yeah, it's definitely not scripted when when you see this, or is it? I don't know." Man, um, yeah, but in. devastating injury, man. Like again, I, I feel bad for Jake. Everyone loves Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow just makes football better when he's just, yeah. especially in the playoffs, when he's Joe Cool and he's got that swagger and yeah. he wears like the the jacket. Since he's awesome, and it's a and it's an absolute blow. They're toast. It's over. Now he's average broken Joe, and um, yeah, and again he's getting injured a lot. Now this is the second injury this year. He we went down with the ACL a couple of years ago, so. The injuries are piling up on Joe. Starting Burrow. quarterbacks I that we've lost this season. Yeah. My goodness, I know, right? it's I mean, crazy it's that it's the age of the backups. 
Um, and the know, funny thing is, nobody has a good backup. It's like we back in the day in the '90s, everyone had a good, good backup because you needed it. Like they were always kind of like these heroes, like Frank Reich mm-hmm. was one. These guys that never saw the field, but when they came on, they they could play. And man, I think you're going to see a lot of teams next year being like, we need a good backup because oh, yeah. you can't be going into the season with what's happening right here. Like, it's it's a nightmare. There's only or, one Josh Dobbs and he can't play for all the teams. Yeah, or instead of having one quarterback, why not just have three cheap quarterbacks? You know, the running backs <laughs> must be looking at all this and laughing, going, told you so, you know, didn't want yeah. to pay me. Guess who's carrying the weight of the yeah. team now? How much was this guy getting paid? 200 million, huh? And I was getting paid yeah. 10. So, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, economic shuffles because when you Maybe. see teams, you know, like how do you build the team and, you know, do you just go through a bunch of quarterbacks? Hey, you know, you got the XFL. There's tons of quarterbacks. Lots of quarterback stories we'd love to see. Ten-part story. They make it on the Patriots. Uh, we'll talk about that. Could you think of anything nobody asked for in yeah. the world more than this documentary? And on Apple TV, the- which I don't think anyone watches. I'd love to see the ratings of watching only by, like, city in America and yeah. just see how little of interest there is outside of Massachusetts. Yeah, no, it'd be all dark across the West Coast. <laughs> People just canceling their subscriptions. Being like, sorry, you went too far, Apple. I think went I canceled far. mine years ago. But speaking of canceling, uh, it's Pittsburgh. They're six and three. Oh my god! And they're at home to Cleveland, who are six and three. They were missing uh, Deshaun Watson. Cleveland are only one point favorites in a thirty-three point over under. It's the weather, and it's also just these teams. Um, <laughs> Man, uh, which this, kind of which is hilarious because a week ago this kind of could have been a fun little game. Yeah, you, know? you got Deshaun coming back off injury. I mm. like, had that big second half. You'd been like, yeah. okay, yeah. you know, pick it. There's somehow six and three. God knows how. And and now it just looks like a dire, absolute dire tire fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and like who who is even going to win this game? I have no idea. I think you have Cleveland's defense, who's basically now going to have to play Superman. Mm-hmm. And if Miles Garrett, if somehow if they somehow get in the playoffs, Miles Garrett should win MVP mm-hmm. this season because Carrying it's going to take team a mon- on his shoulders. It's going to be a monumental effort, right? You know, you lost you lost um, Chubb. Now you lost your quarterback. It's over. Like Pittsburgh's just going to luck into this division, like basically the fifth seed, and just walk. Maybe even the one seed. Who knows? Lamar could get hurt next week. He went into the tent on Thursday <laughs> yeah. for a bit. And everyone was like, oh, my God, what is happening here? Yeah. Um, so it, it was – and I think Pittsburgh's going to win just because I got to think where they're playing Dorian Roberts or something, yeah. uh, Cleveland. So I just – like when he played a couple weeks ago or there was that game against Baltimore and it was like 31-3, couldn't do anything. Mm. So – I imagine, got to imagine that Pickett, at least with his what little experience he has more, and at least an equally good defense, maybe a little bit worse, but you got more weapons. You got a running game. Uh, again, am I going to go with Hunt and Dorian Roberts? No, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. So I, I just can't see a way Cleveland. I think Cleveland could possibly win this, but it would be like a damning loss on Pickett and a real question mark going forward. So he kind of has to win this. Man. So I'm going to go 20 to, to 14 Pittsburgh wins. I, you know, Dorian Gray picture of, um, <laughs> look, I, I, this is now his team, you know, and this is a, it's time to step up. So 
I think now maybe Cleveland sort of like, okay, it's over. The Deshaun age is over. The questions of is, is he coming back? What's going to happen? It's all over. This is the plan the rest of the season. I, I like them at home in this because I do think Pittsburgh is, again, this 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 weird insect that's just sort of snuck in there and biting and, uh, and they're winning though. That's they're the winning, they're and, and their defense looked better winning. last week. You know, they actually were getting better at stopping the run. Uh, I think that was an issue for them. They just sort of eke it out. Um, you know, I think it's the way that I think almost the way that Bill Belichick wishes his Patriots were. But <laughs> I just I can't. Well, Bill Belichick would love to play with this team and squeak out these wins. Of defense. Oh That'd yeah, be his favorite season of football. Oh yeah, the one where I where I where I won the Super Bowl. While being outgained in every game, yeah, outgained and Kenny Pickett, yeah, that would be his his dream Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just they just take a wallop, like a punch, every game, and still come out with the the victory. It's down to coaching, obviously. I mean, Tomlin. We talked about the coach of the year. I mean, that's this is the guy we should be giving it to. No, 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 no. I don't even think this has nothing to do with coach. If you get outgained in every game, you can't win coach of the year. Well, I mean, he's put he's doing something together because he's doing something. But I've got I got Cleveland to win this one, nineteen to sixteen. Um, just just field goals and and crap. I think the weather will be crap. Everything will be crap. The guy they are talking about MVP is in Houston, CJ Stroud. Man, this kid is lighting it up. Five and four. Everyone's talking MVP. It's pretty early, though, this many weeks in. Arizona, Kyler Murray looking pretty good last week. Uh, ACL, they're two and eight. Houston are five-point favorites in this one of 49-point over-under. Things are looking high-scoring, according to Vegas. Um, you hyping into this uh, CJ train? You going to pop on it? No, I am not. I, I think Arizona's going to win. I think this is Ooh. like one of those games that that Houston, like they've had some big wins up against Cincinnati, um, and the week before that, that crazy comeback game against against Tampa. And I just think this is the letdown game, right? And I think Kyler is also playing for his livelihood to stay in Arizona to screw over their draft pick. He probably read all the stuff um, about Arizona tanking and trading and all this stuff that they were doing, and he's probably like. No, I want to play here. I want to. Uh, this is my team, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna play well. He played all right last week. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be able to run it, move it around. They got Connor, and I just think Arizona is gonna be a little tricky out now for teams the rest of the way. I don't think they're gonna like do any go on a run or anything like that because they still have a lot of questions. But I think Kyler is just gonna be able to outdo the run. I think he's especially he's just got this big contract coming back. You don't want to get schooled by a rookie. Um, so I think there's got a bit of pride, and I think Kyler's going to have a bit of fight in him this year. So I, I like I like Arizona to pull off a little upset in this one because I think everyone's going to be betting. Uh, what is the line? Five for Houston. I didn't take that. I I would take the the plus five. I like that a lot. But so I'm going to go with uh, twenty seven to twenty three for the Cardinals. I have kind of the same score. I got to 28 to 23, but I actually have it for Houston. And and I can see what you're saying. I I, I can see them playing kind of a an aggressive, you know, sort of snake bite kind of football. Um, and Connors will have a good day uh, because, you know, Houston does struggle against the run sometime. Then again, you know, my sort of thing comes down to the fourth quarter, which is where CJ Stroud has really proven himself. I mean, yeah. For for a, a rookie, he he displays the skills of a veteran and his clock management, his pacing, and his ability to just score. 
I mean, he's right up there in in sort of top percentages. And you know, at home, I gotta like this kid basically being able to, you know, do it. Um, so I got a 28-23. I think Arizona will come out fast on him. And it might be a little, you know, Houston's gonna be, ooh. Uh, and then they're gonna have to hit back with their wide receivers. Ooh, this game a couple years ago would have been good. I don't know. Uh, the Chargers are visiting the Cheeseheads in Green Bay. Uh, Chargers mm. have not had the season they wanted, but they got a quarterback. And in a division where everybody's going down, how do they sneak in? Green Bay are three and six, and they don't have a lot. Uh, they do have home field advantage. Chargers are three-point favorites. The over-under in this one is 44 points. I think J.R. <clears throat> Alexander uh, was maybe not practicing um yeah green bay and jordan love it's not been it's not been looking good for the packers <laughs> sorry so i was just coughing that it's way. all right it's all right listen I, I i don't think it's a it's a bad thing i think i think the, the biggest thing with the packers is get through the season get love his games and in the offseason if you do not draft a wide receiver with your first round pick whoever that team should be taken away from them because it would be malpractice to to constantly not surround this team with offensive weapons, especially after seeing what Devontae Adams still is able to do with anyone, even Aiden O'Connell. He's out there making him look like a, like an all pro half the time because he's just that good. And it's just unbelievable that they gave him up. Now that you think about it years ago when you could have used him so much during oh, yeah. Jordan Love's uh, tenure. But yeah, I'm going to go with, it's tough because Keenan Allen might not play. And if Keenan Allen's out, like, it's really what Quentin Johnson's coming in, who's barely yeah. been able to even play as a rookie. You know, even John Palmer's been banged up all year. Like, it's just going to be the Eckler show, mm-hmm. it feels like. Um, I just can't. I got to go with the better quarterback. I'll go with the Chargers, even though I don't have any confidence. If they have, don't have Keaton Allen, they're going to be able to do anything. But um, kind of, I'm going to go 23 20 for the Chargers. But I just don't think Green Bay is going to be able to just move it. They haven't been able to move it really on anyone. So I just don't see it happening again. Yeah. I mean, there, and there's flashes with Bosa and that defense that when they can get it together, man, they can be fierce. Um, So that offensive line is going to be under a lot of pressure. I guess there's got to be something in Joe Burrow when you're watching every other, you know, million dollar man go down. And you're sort of last man standing, you know, um, there's a bit of opportunity, you know, like, especially when the bills, you see the bills are only, you know, if they get a win, they're tied with the bills, but they could get momentum. Oh, I know, right. Now you look at, you look at what's happened. And if only they didn't have 12 men on the field, like they'd, they'd be in a great spot to make the playoffs. Cause it looks like right now, what's going to happen in AFC? No one knows. At no, first exactly. you thought 10 and seven. Now you're like, I don't know, eight and nine could maybe get the last spot because there's that many hurt teams yeah i mean the i mean the chargers have to play the ravens then the patriots then the broncos then the raiders then the bills i mean if depending on how many wins they can get out of that you know who, yeah, who so knows must, they pretty can, much must win for the chargers it is they got to win every one and um yeah. you know very tough but i i like them better here just only because i i think that you've got with herbert more options he, he's got more playability he's got more poise I, I would not give it to the coaching because the coaching, but you know, with Ackler, I just like the Chargers better. They, they've got more hunger. You know, they, I think he knows, and I think they know. There's a team. There's a bit of blood in the water in the AFC, um, and they're not as out as as they could have been with you know other teams falling. So I like them win twenty six to twenty, covering it all. 
Hey, what's that smell? Oh, it's in Washington as the, as DeVito <laughs> and the Giants are two and eight. And they're coming to visit a Washington Is that a new team. catchphrase? What's that smell? What's that, that smell? A new catch. <laughs> yeah. And just walk in and say, oh, it's the game of the week. What's that smell? What's that smell? Washington are four and six. They're nine point favorites. That's, oh, my that's, God. That's a fetid smell in that one. 37 points is the over under. Um, Washington favored by nine. I don't know. Um, Sam Howell has been as who they they playing Giants versus Washington. (laughs) And I mean, Sam Howell's been a sack monster all season. So, and uh, the Giants' defense is pretty, uh, pretty fast and quick. Uh, How do you like this one going down? Well, I kind of just it's is it Tommy DeVito quarterback? I assume so, right? I mean, it just. I just kind of want to just keep betting against them just to cover whoever plays it because mm-hmm. it just was, it looked so easy last week that, that oh, yeah. you could just tell right away, like, why didn't I, I just bet everything I own on this bet? Listen, watch it. Howell's been moving the ball while he's leading the league in passing yardage. Like, they got they got their weapons on the outside. They got Brian Robinson who's been able to run. They don't have much of a pass rush, again, because they traded it all away. But I can't, I, how could you not really think that they could win against Tommy DeVito? It, they have. I'm, they can't even trust them. Like, you saw that play on fourth and three, and they're just handing it off. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I completely give it up. I think I think Dayball's already booked his vacation for after the season. He's already like, all right, let's just get through this. I want that first pick overall. So mm-hmm. I, think they're, I think they're going for that first pick because what they've dealt with, they know. Um so I, I am going to go with Washington to cover because I am not picking DeVito because I just I can't see him scoring Man. 14 points. Oh, right? wow. Yeah, 14, I can't. I can't see him. So I'm going to go uh, 27-13 uh, for Washington. Um, Man, I I mean, as I said, uh, Howell's just been a sack monster. And it's part of that offensive line. And the one thing that New York Giants do actually have going for them is a pretty fast uh, fierce, you know, pass rush. They made it difficult for Buffalo. They made it difficult for a lot of teams. So I I can see the Giants only staying in this game by pick sixes or defensive penalty, like defensive, where they're able to, to run the ball and, and get good field position and score a field goal or something like that, recoveries. Washington, I can see lighting up a little bit, but I, I like New York Giants to cover this one. I don't think, I think nine points is too much. Um, and so I'm going to go 21 to 16. Uh, Washington wins, but New York Giants cover mostly all defense. Battle of two different uh, teams here, Tennessee, three and six, and things I think were, they were hoping to be a lot better, uh, looking limped disket after uh, getting beat uh, last week, and uh, Will Levis not getting anything. Jacksonville also took a smack like a child uh, from the 49ers in a three-point. <laughs> Welcome to the NFL. Yeah. If you want to be on the Super Bowl, this is what it's like. Uh, they're seven point favorites though. Um, and they have to be hurting after that, the 49ers just holding them down and doing what they wanted with them. Uh, 40 points is the over under in this one. Uh, Tennessee has got to, you know, feel some, some sort of offensive because they didn't look offensive at all last week. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, uh, tough. These games are again, because this is a division game, it's, it's always going to be tough. And Jacksonville, I kind of always like the team that gets embarrassed to go to go with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you also have, I think Doug Peterson is just not really happy with, you know, Trevor Lawrence. He's talking 
he's, he's kind of showing his dismay of I got you all these weapons and you put up three points. It's mm-hmm. like you got to be better. He and he has to be better. There was a lot of talk about Trevor Lawrence yeah. being MVP at the beginning of the season, and he had he had him cooking, going six and two, and everyone's feeling them, and then it's just boom. Oh wait, are they the same Jags? So I feel like this game is going to be closer just because it's again. Vrabel division games. These games are always weird. Um, I think the Jags are going to have a bounce back win, but I think it's going to be a bit closer. So I'm going to go 24 uh, 20 for the Jags. I think just a Trevor Lawrence is going to have to have a big, better game and he's got to step it up. They just have more weapons. And, but I'm excited. I actually think this is going to be kind of a fun game to watch just to see what Levis does after having two decent, like one great game, good game, and then bad game. See how he rebounds after that. Yeah, it's a battle of the pretty pretty white boys with long hairish um, or the Jack Darm kids. Um, yeah, I mean, both these teams were kind of embarrassed last week. I mean, for Jacksonville, it was quite, you know, pronounced just just by the way they couldn't do anything. And and they just looked like afraid, you know, like they were just like, oh, we can't compete with these guys. Tennessee also just they just look lost. You know, Levis just, he went from being a really competent and competent performer to a guy. They just didn't seem to be in sync. Um, so I think they both have to bounce back. And it's uh, the defense, you know, the, the Tennessee's got a horrible secondary, but a good, you know, it seems like a good front. Um, so it, there'll be some running back and forth, but I don't know. I, I like Jacksonville 24 to 18 uh, in this one. Uh, Tennessee keeping it close. Derrick Henry hopefully getting some points. Hey, oh, let's head to the NFC uh, North, where the Chicago Bears are three and seven, and they're facing a very different Detroit team, or seven and two, who also looked quite pronounced in their last game, uh, laying a thumping, <laughs> the running game, two-headed monster. They're seven and a half point favorites over the Bears. Forty-eight points is the over/under. Guess who's back? Justin Fields is back. Right, he's back. Yes. Um. So it's in Detroit. Tyson Bijan. He did over. Um, yeah, I, I this is gonna be a tough one. I think for for it's it's these fields in the dome, which would be kind of nice. He's gonna be able to, but it's just a matter of offenses. I think I think Detroit what what uh, Detroit was able to do last week against the Chargers, putting up forty. They were just able to walk it up and down that field. They got yeah, like you said, that two headed attack, like Montgomery, that seventy five yarder, and Gibbs, like they just look dynamic. So. Is even though I think the Bears with Fields will have definitely look will should be able to move the off move it around. He should be able to bust a couple of runs. Uh, but I just think Detroit's now kind of ready. They can kind of just feel like maybe we can get the one seed in this conference, you know, because if mm-hmm. Kansas City can beat if Kansas City can beat Philly next week, and Philly's got some tough games. They got Buffalo coming up wow. the week after. So um, I'm going to go with Detroit. I think they, they can cover this. Um, I think they're going to win by 10. I'm going to go 31-21. I just think they just got all the pieces right now, the momentum and then that defense that's going to be able to make Fields wishing he was still on the bench sometimes. Yeah, no, I get Detroit has shown some momentum, but, uh, we, you know, Fields has played Detroit well. Uh, a little razzmatazz, a little running that they weren't accustomed to. Um I think the other thing that's going to be looming over Detroit is they got to play on Thursday on Thanksgiving. So, eh, you know, depending seven and a half points, you you know, knowing you got to play in four days against another division opponent, uh, you know, so it might be 
make you want to change uh, the the style that you play and and maybe not want to crush the Bears, particularly if the Bears start playing back. Our defense has been playing a lot better. Um, and uh, I think Fields will be able to move it around, perhaps to his buddy DJ Moore, uh, find some big games again as well. I've got uh, Chicago covering this one, but Detroit winning it. Uh, 28 to 23, Bears cover. Uh, it's everything's happy in Vegas. Everything's happy in Vegas. They've been winning and they're taking on a Miami team. Who's had a little rest. Vegas is five and five. Miami are six and three and they're 13 and a half point favorites in a 46.5 game. Um, you know, Miami, obviously now again, they're smelling the quarterbacks going down in the water to us, sort of seeing it, you know, a lot of contenders are falling wayside. Uh, Miami at home. Vegas, though, they're playing like the Vegas of old, apparently. How do you like this one? <laughs> well, there's not really a Vegas of old. It's like two years old. And when they made the playoffs, I guess, when they fired Gruden. So mm-hmm. maybe it's the same thing. They they play better when they fire coaches. Maybe that's their new philosophy. Every half season, fire a coach and then make a playoff run. Be a, yeah. 13 just seems it seems high just because I think um, like someone like um, – Oh, what's his name? Raiders. Mark Max Crosby could really make two as like hell out there. This is an offensive line that's not great. That really is constantly losing guys every game. Even when guys like Teron Armstead come in, they get injured all the time. So you can't really depend on that. The only thing that they do have is they have a chain coming back, which is going to really help them. Uh, again, they they have Tyreek. He's going to be able to get behind. He always does. So you're going to see that big Tyreek play. It's in, Ve- is it in Vegas. No, it's in Miami. It's, it's in Miami, Miami now. There's a race in Vegas. Yeah. It's in Miami. So, oh, yeah, that's right. The 1 a.m. race. Um, 10 p.m. So I, I think I think Miami wins. I think, again, they're coming off the bye. They're going to be able to feel fresh. But the Raiders, they got that confidence that they didn't have a couple weeks ago that, that they can probably play. Like the running game got going with Jacobs as well, which is one thing they haven't been able to do because he kind of missed all training camp and now he's kind of like he's getting his legs going. So I, I think Miami wins, but I'm going to go 30 to 23 Miami wins. Yeah, I mean uh, oh, Miami having a rest, having some time, uh, being at home and being prepared for this one. I, I can see the momentum that Las Vegas has and yeah, but they still don't have a lot. You, you can't really say Aiden O'Connell is going to light it up no, and, and well, Josh Jacobs, you know, just feed, feed, feed. But if Miami can stop that, then it's just pressuring O'Connell and, you know, that limits them. Whereas I think Miami also has the ability and we've seen it where they, you know, that 70 bonger that they put on Denver. Um, that could be one of those. And I, I could see it uh, maybe getting ugly at Miami at home. I think, you know, Vegas maybe keeps it tight for the first half. And then Miami pedal to the metal. I've actually got them winning at 30 to 16 covering it just by a bit I, I think miami can cover this one at home and it's they're ready you know again i think they're ready uh to play to the next level final game we have of the six o'clock slate is the dallas cowboys who opened it up a little bit last week six and three they're facing a carolina team who is one 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 and six 42 and a half is the over under dallas 10 and a half point favorites in this one Oh, Carolina. Um, any chance against Dallas? And uh... how is how is Miami more of a favorite over the Raiders, who are five and a five, than Dallas is against Carolina, who's one and eight? I, that doesn't make any sense. It's only ten. A ten and a half. Ah, 
I feel like this is a this is a crazy bet. Yeah, this is a gimme. I think the way listen the way CD Lamb and and Dak have been playing out of the minds the last three weeks. I don't see why they can't keep this momentum going. They got that defense that is just going to be like licking their chops against Bryce Young. He doesn't move well. He's small. He doesn't have any weapons. They don't really have a running game. So I don't see how they're going to be able to score on this Dallas D. And Dallas can just put up the points. Like they've just shown it the last few weeks. They're kind of getting in a nice little groove. Um, but again, any faith that Tony Pollard's going to show up is is pretty much gone. I think you just kind of he's one of those guys in fantasy now. You just have to just play him and just what am I going to do? You just have no choice. He's going to screw you. He's he's been awful. So um, I I just think it's going to be like thirty to seven um, Dallas. I just don't see this being close or competitive. But again. That's the problem is Dallas gets all these cakey cakewalk games and then they have to play a big guy. It's like their schedule sets it up every year. It's like easy game, easy game, easy game. Are Dallas the best team in the league? Beat down. And it's just like easy game, easy game. It's like they just keep giving them that. And it's just, I don't, again, they really were great last week. They'll probably be great this week. So let's see who they play next week. But for this week, I think it's pretty much in the bag. Well, next week, coincidentally, they play on Thanksgiving, as they usually do in four days from now. Oh, uh, that's right. In when they play Washington. at home in Washington, which is why See? which is why I don't think they're going to cover. Because, here's my thinking here, oh, um, just like Arizona, put a little twist on them. I think Carolina at home, this is one of these games where they become like a cockroach, you know, like just running around, <laughs> scuttling around, causing trouble. Um but also frustrating the Cowboys. Uh, and I could see that the Cowboys, even if they do get a bit up, uh, Carolina's defense isn't absolutely horrible. I mean, they've been getting a little bit better. I could see them just choking it down a bit. Um, Dallas, you know, basically knowing they got to play in four days. So uh, why do it? And you're right. Pollard has just been stinking it. Uh, you know, give it to the other kid. Dallas wins 24-17. Again, uh, in another week we've got very few games in the nine o'clock uh spectrum which is a little frustrating for little people here but that's all right first one we've got tampa bay at san francisco Bucks are four and five san francisco six and three um 11 and a half point favorites 41 and a half over under san francisco at home brock purdy has been looking good the lines actually jumped to 12 now um mm. how do you like uh you know, well, Tampa Bay's I mean, been keeping themselves in it, but their secondary is horrible. Yeah, I don't feel like this is uh, any anything I'd be worried about if I was San Francisco. They looked great last week. Again, Purdy looked back, having Debo back and uh, all their weapons in full. Um, and then you got McCaffrey. Again, you just have that absolute Dante. And then you got you saw Chase Young mm-hmm. with Bosa. They were able to put some pressure. And Baker. one thing Baker does is get sacked because he holds the ball a lot. He tries to wait. He has to wait for things to open up for him to see. So he just lets himself get hit. And I, I just don't Baker against good defenses is never a good bet. So I just think I don't see how he's gonna be able to keep up because the the offense is, you know, they got Mike Evans, but that's about it. It feels like um Rashid White, but we'll see. Um with him. Uh I just like San Francisco, pretty easy to win this, I think. I think they went 27 uh, to, no, no, I'll go 33 to 20. Uh, so you've got. Um, so I got them covering. You got a covering? I'll okay. Cover. Yeah. I do not have them covering it. I can't see them covering it. I can see them. I'm not betting this one, though. But yeah. Yeah. I, you know, San Francisco again has also um, 
uh, they got to play, uh, don't they, uh, next on Thanksgiving as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I can see them um, opening it up on this one. That defense with Chase Young just has that new defense smell, doesn't it? It's like, mm, <laughs> this is, oh, this is, because it just has a different feel about it. And I think it's going to have a really big feeling on Baker. Um, you know, we talked about quarterbacks going down, sadly. Yeesh, going to be a tough one for him because they're going to be all over him. Um, and and Clarissa Jones going to be on the sidelines saying, oh, we got Joe Montana's yeah. coming into play. Uh, yeah. Scott Joe Burrow's in. back. Joe, Joe Burrow, he's back. back, everyone. We've got him. Just in. Yeah. How do you not? How do you not lose your job now after that? Like, well, she's pretty well. Yeah, I make things up. Uh, did you just before I yeah uh, twenty five to twelve before you the next one? Did you see them when they were on uh, the TNF when uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick made the Festivus joke? Yes, I saw that, and no, no one got it. Any idea. That's why they should all be fired. I think if there yes. should be that's a, that's a litmus <laughs> test. No one got the Festivus joke. You're not pop culture. You should be gone. No. Yeah. Um, next game, 925, Seattle Seahawks, LA Rams. The line originally this one was one point for Seattle, but it switched. Seattle six and three. This Rams are three and six, and now the line is one for them. It's probably because Maddie Staff is coming yeah. back. And uh, well, three and six might be daunting for them to try to make the playoffs with that record if even if they run the table. Um, it is nice to see Maddie Staff well, no. coming back. If they run the table, they'll be eleven and six, they'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I think the way it is, I think eight and nine is the definite possibility. Eight and nine, but yeah, and I, and I think I I like the Rams in this one. I think Stafford's going to give them a bit of juice coming back. I think McVeigh's always played again, like we talked about division games. They always play him hard, and I think Geno's just hasn't. There's been some juice missing from Geno. He just hasn't been yeah. consistent. And I think I'm just going to go with the better quarterback who's now a bit healthy. He's coming back healthy. He's got weapons. So, and I think now McVeigh can finally, you know, doesn't have to play Wentz. So he's happy about that. Um, so I think we all are in a way. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, there's something weird about Seattle. They just haven't looked great, even though last week they were able to pull off a win, but it wasn't that convincing. It took the to the end pretty much. And I would just think I'm going to go with the better quarterback division in a division game. So I'm going to go Stafford 24 21 for the Rams. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm with you in terms of, uh, you know, the momentum that Matty Stafford brings back and, and the sort of energy to the room. Um, and you're right, like uh, Seattle has just looked a bit, meh. you know, he went from comeback player to coming on his own leg player. You know, like it's just not, he's not looked as as you know, virile, I guess, as you, as you say. I, I like LA just sort of choking them on here. Good battle of defense, you know, the Rams have to step up, but the Seattle's defense as well. Playing not bad. I've got it 18 to 16 for the Rams. This game, Ryan, we should talk about this game is repeat of week one. Uh, the New York Jets Ooh, are baby. visiting the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills favored by seven. How generous. Oof. I mean, the Jets are four and five. Buffalo is five and five. 39 and a half points is the over under. It's the Battle of New York, but the New York Jets have been uh, doing pretty good in the title of the. Wow. Of New York. I mean, um, will Buffalo lose another game to the Jets this season? First of all, there's only one New York team, and it's the Buffalo Bills. The other two are Jersey, Western New York, Jersey Shore, yeah, okay, Jersey yeah. Shore, where they belong. Um, it's again, I think it, it's an interesting game because you get to see how the Bills look without Ken Dorsey. The problem is you, you have to have this first game with Joe Brady against this New York Jets 
secondary in this New York Jets defense has made everyone look ordinary. So seven to me seems like a lot. Weirdly, Zach, Zach Wilson has kind of been able to has been beaten them. I think the last two times he's played them, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think that this has even happened. Um, I think Buffalo wins this. I think they have to, especially seeing what's going on in in, in uh, the, the league and see Burrow go down. It almost feels like if Buffalo can just sneak in the playoffs with all these quarterbacks going down, like they have a shot. And th- it really all depends on how much better they look today. I have no idea. I think they will look better because I think they have to. They they just can't look as lost as they have. But the key is just don't turn it over. Josh Allen in week one turned it over four times. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that again, especially after last week, three turnovers. And constantly, like, we're just seeing too much of it. He's He's got to stop it, just take the easy pass if it's there. I think Jets is going to be just tough because even though the Bills can – you can move it on the Bills and Brees Hall will probably be able to do some damage. You know, Garrett Wilson's a bit banged up, so he might be – and outside of that, they just have nothing. Like, Al Lazard is not a good number two. Randall Cobb can't even get on the field. Like, their tight end doesn't get used, but he wants to be traded. It's, like, literally the only – they have, like, three touchdowns, and they're all, like, in the last, like, six games, and they're all Brees, Young, Brees Hall busted plays for, like, 70 or 50 or this. So um, I just can't see any way they can keep up with the Bills' offense. I think, especially after what's happened, the Bills have to win this. This is it. This is the, this is the season. So, and Sean McDermott knows that. So I'm going to go with the Bills to win this, um, but I'm going to go 2014. Jets Close game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Man, it's 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 interesting. Uh, I mean, like Josh Allen with the amount of you know burnt rolls, turnovers. The guy should be open in a bakery, pretty much. Yeah. He's, the way he's just been throwing things around, and it's just it's again the last what I saw last week was just him throwing off his back feet, like he's just not planning himself. He's not. It all seems to be rushed. Kind of, he's like stifling the hero ball uh, and just not connecting. And this New York Gi- Giants, sorry, Jets defense is, uh, you know, pretty, pretty aggressive. If, you know, as you say, Zach Wilson does beat them. And as the child of Aaron Rodgers, and if he comes out and says, I own you, I yeah, own exactly. you, that's and that's the belt, that would be, that would be uh, symptomatic. I just made that word up. But, I would, uh, I would symbolic. just stop watching football. It would be funny. But I, I just think that the Jets, defense is going to keep it tight on this one because you know buffalo you seem to shoot yourself in the foot more than you help yourselves a lot and at home i don't know i mean the last home game the fans were not happy about it and and they're the greatest fans when you're doing well they're not very good if you're not doing well so i got the jets to cover this one buffalo to win it 24 to 21 bring out your dead uh i don't know why i said that is we're in denver um Four and five mile high, getting high city. Uh, two and a half point favorites. <gasps> Who's not giving the Minnesota Vikings love? You are. You yeah, are, Denver. On. They're six and four. Come on. And uh, 42 and a half points is the over under. The Joshua Dobbs thing to me, here's, here's a thing I had a thought on. Is that every general manager who did not pick him up, speaking to the Jets or anyone else, when they had the ability to and seeing what he's done, mm-hmm. You should fire the. You should someone should be fired for that. Like you it left me on the table, and and there was an opportunity to grab someone who could grab us wins, 
And and that's uh, to me that's it's a tell it's a telling sale, you know, like Cle- he goes from Cleveland off to Arizona, now to Minnesota. I mean, he's getting some wins. He's he, you know, who knows he could suck the the duck uh the next couple of weeks, but he's been looking good. Uh but Russell Wilson, you know, um he's been playing uh they've been playing it. They've been getting some things together. Still four and five, but they go five and five, you know, you're same same league as the Bills. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um I th- I think yeah, I think you're right in that all these teams, like especially the Jets, it just stuck with that. Dobbs was always available. And they even look at Cleveland, who traded him initially. Mm-hmm. It's probably like, God damn, we wish we had Joshua Dobbs right now. But there's only one Josh Dobbs, and I like him to win this game. I think he's going to be able to um, – to because to, I think one thing is that Minnesota's defense has been a lot better. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota's going to blitz like crazy. That's what they do. And they are going to blitz Russell Wilson, who's been awful against the blitz. Um, because he can't move away like he used to, he can't escape it. So they're going to be coming at him all day. And I think you know you're not going to have like a team like again a situation like you had last week in Buffalo where you just tried to hand the game over. Because again, so many the Denver had four turnovers and got six points off those four turnovers. Like mm-hmm. that's almost unheard of in football. And I think right now at least. If Justin Jefferson can come back, we don't know if he's going to play. I think he's more, we'll find out tomorrow. But if he can come back, that just adds another element. But I, I'm a Josh Dobbs believer. I, I like the story. He's he's the most fun player in the NFL right now to kind of watch. So I, I'm going to go with Minnesota to pull off a little upset, sneaky little upset against, I mean, is it really an upset? I don't really think Denver so. Denver's favored by two and a half, yeah. I know, but it doesn't feel like an upset no. because I don't think Denver is that great of a team. Like, yeah, they're playing a bit better, and yes, they beat Buffalo, but my God, that game. Uh, so I'm going to go 21-16 to 16 for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, I have it 21-17 to 17 for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I'm with you. Uh, Minnesota, I think they've been playing, and I said it, Minnesota, uh, they've been playing more with more vigor, you know, and I think he's added a bit of Viagra to the, the room. I think even, you know, with Justin Jefferson, and it's also that Kirk Cousins godly aura that still hangs over them. It's like, father's still here, you know, like a Mormon commune or something. And I think that's always, it's a good thing to know that he's there. And, you know, he said he's going to come back next year and he's going to play for the team. And, you know, look, uh, as much as people we'll lamented see. Cousins, we'll man, the guy, the guy was uh, playing well up until... God, God took away his tools. Yeah. Um, but Denver, I mean, they're still, they're four and five, but yeah, there's, they have moments, but they're just moments too, where again, they make too many mistakes. Um, and Minnesota, I just think has uh, got a little too much here. Josh Dobbs will get it going. I like that. He's been using TJ Hawkins and I can ha- see him having a big game uh, day as well. 21, 17. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, it's Monday night. Ooh, it's it's Monday night for the big one. It's the Super Bowl, everyone, because Taylor Swift will be there. Oh my God! Uh, no one is oh going to die God. like her last concert. How horrible! Um, this is the Super Bowl in Kansas City. Really, seven and two is the Chiefs. Eight and one are the Eagles. Two and a half point favorites in this one. Forty-five points is the over. Under Chris Jones has said, "We know how to stop the tush push." Um, <laughs> They know how to stop it. No, they don't. No, they don't. They didn't stop it last year in the Super Bowl. They did it. That's where it kind of 
dominated in the Super Bowl last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Just getting it all the time. And yeah, I I, I kind of like Philly. I think again, teams that lose the Super Bowl usually are are more up for it because again, they lost the Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't really care about the Taylor Swift thing. That only really affects uh, Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown bets, which are probably, they're, they're not even going to probably take bets, Vegas. They'll probably be like, we're not allowing this bet. Yeah. She's ruining now betting. She, she's she's come in. She's killed Vegas. <laughs> yeah, she's killed Vegas. Uh, so it's going to be a nauseating game to watch with all the shoot. And the crazy thing is her parents are like Philly fans. So this is this is going to be like an outrage, I think, in Philly if they're wearing like Kansas City outfits. They'll they be see like really, they really want them with her with Jason. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, right. It's just going to cause a whole thing. There's probably going to be a, oh, man. I almost wish it was in Philly, so that just to see how the Philly crowd would react to it. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> but they can't say something to the other side. Um, until Philly fans versus Swifties. Oh my god! Until Can you imagine that? It would be apocalyptical. That's what I'm talking about. That would be like Thanos <laughs> just, versus just to see Thanos. them steaming. Yeah, like End Game as they all come into battle. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it would be. They just wanted to take her down, just storm the gate. Yeah, batteries um, versus selfies. Yeah, I, I think Philly's going to be more up for this. I think they want to come in and make a statement. We still haven't seen that all like all around Philly game yet, and I think this could be the one that where they do it. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a shootout. But I'm going to go twenty-eight, twenty-seven for Ooh, Philly. One point by one. Nice one point. Redemption song. Uh, man, Philly's eight and one, but man, we've been seeing that defense and that secondary. And they got issues. They do Mm -hmm. have issues. Kansas City at home. I mean, and if there was a way, and as I said, uh, the stat is that when she's in the audience, he actually doubles his stats, but he plays very well. I just see Kansas City having too many things. Chris Jones, the defense is different. You know, um, I think Kansas City gives them a, a good one. I think they give them a good one this one at home. Uh, give Philly the whooping that they need. Not really a whooping. Uh, Philly will find a way, but I got a 26 to 21 for Kansas City. I just think they're too strong. Uh, and they've been building up a lot. And it's Mahomes at home. You know, uh, I am, it's a Campbell soup commercial, as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's going to be wholesome and good with a Kansas City win. Folks, that is it for this podcast for week uh, 11 picks. Hope you liked them. Make sure you tell all your friends, share and care. And thanks for listening.